Hi, I'm Dave. It's only taken 36 episodes. I forgot how to start, but I remembered. You Hi, start I'm Dave. With your name. Hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> and I'm Claire. <laughs> and welcome to My, My Mate, Mate Reckons. The show where we teach you and each other about whatever we want to know about. About whatever things we are curious about. Caution, we swear and we joke about sex a bit. Yeah, that's standard though. If you've tick, been here for tick. a while, we tick all the we tick all your boxes. Again, my penis is mentioned. <laughs> As per Within usual. the first minutes. Because it's on the table. Indeed. It's on the table. And that's not a euphemism. It's on, it's on the table. This episode's a little unusual. It's about... We, we did a cultural exchange. Yeah. To cap off the year. And I think that's good. We're going to have a little bit of a break, a little bit of a holiday, but we'll see you in 2021. But stick around for this episode. It's a corker. Boom, 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 boom. Hey there, Claire Bear. Hello, David. Man, oh man. It's been a year. What a time. What a time to th- make a podcast. I know. I was thinking about this today, and as I think we've told people, at the beginning, we recorded it just as... Episode 1 was recorded. Episodes 1 to 4 were recorded just as In COVID a pre-COVID world. And we had doubts about our ability to keep a schedule, because you were going to go all around the country. You were I, was do all, I was leaving. I was going to Europe. So we were like, eh, if we take a break, we'll take Going a break. To Adelaide. We might need to record like six or eight at a time to like cover us for gaps. No more. Ooh. Whoa, shit. Week, oh, yeah, however many jewelry. episodes in and we've and we're and still, we're, and we're still That was my jewellery. <laughs> <laughs> that was my that massive was David's cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> we I... thought it's festive, we'll drink gin <laughs> alcoholic ginger beer and we'll do the podcast in the nude As you're usual, welcome I for that mental image by putting my cock on the table <laughs> and jangling my jewelry about <laughs> it's such a bold like move it is but it, i like it look at the creativity it, i know it is, i know it and it's a helpful sound garnered for, for us our, for our listeners this but, week is a fun episode this is, well, we decided to finish off the year because however many episodes ago we promised you something and then never did it, which was that I would watch Fast and the Furious and yes. you would watch Star Wars. Yes. And then last week, the whole podcast and, frankly, our relationship almost fell apart because it was revealed <laughs> that I had never seen... <laughs> Romeo and Michelle's high, high school, school reunion. reunion. And so... We decided this was, this was it. We were going to both watch... This is our swap. We're going to swap and we're going to talk about it. So... Merry Christmas to all of us for each for having given the gift to each other of, of cinematic brilliance. Well, <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> okay, about you go this first because you watched it. You watched first. I did. So tell me, tell me, tell me your response that you've fallen in love. You understand me now on a deep and emotional and soul level. I thought it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a solid. B, B minus film, or even lower, C plus, oh, C. David! <laughs> Fine, very forgettable, like not... Very forgettable? <coughs> no, I thought it was good. I thought, listen, the cast in this thing, first of all... Incredible. Alan Cumming. Yeah. Janine Garofalo. Lisa, Lisa Kudrow. Kudrow. Doing amazing things. All of them doing really, like, funny, quirky performances. I feel like, tonally, this film, like... <laughs> could it sits in a really interesting spot where it could it's have like been like satir- 
satir- it's satirical. It's satirical. Yeah. They're playing like, for those of you who haven't seen it, who were like me and were obviously cultural Neanderthals. Yes. It's about I'm two, glad you got that assessment Two right. girls after, like 10 years after high school, mm. are going to go back, but they, but they have kept so much of themselves from high school. Yes. They're both... But they were not very popular in high school. Deeply into fashion, like work in low-level retail. Yeah. And are... Uh, are best friends. Are best friends. Yeah. But tonally, this is less Chris Lilly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that sharp and it's not that ridiculous. No. Although it certainly has fucking ridiculous moments. It's totally. Um, and tonally, I really wanted it to be weird. weirder. Because if you're like, you're going to do weird, let's do weird. If, if it's adult actors playing yeah. high school students, then go weirder. Do yeah. Weirder. Yes. But okay. But for a 1997, like, film, yeah. mainstream comedy, it was like, oh. Sure. <laughs> but the scripting of this thing is really odd. F- hilarious. It is funny. It is funny. There's to be a- fair, I haven't watched it in many years. I would really be interested in you watching it now and telling... Because I'm really interested. Where did this enter your life? Like, of all the films... Like, 14 or 15. Yeah. So, of all the films... And that- deeply embedded in, like, sure. deep nostalgia. Okay. Personal jokes with my friends. Yeah. We would quote the movie. Yeah. We would like write it in like it was deeply embedded into our cultural landscape of it being a thing that we bonded over and then talked about a lot. Because I think if you're a smart teenage girl, which it sounds like your friend was, and yeah. you you would have been trying to, <laughs> then it then it makes sense because it kind of, the humor of it is making fun of. High school high popularity. Sc- isn't high school fucking stupid, yes, basically? Yes. Isn't social life at high school fucking yeah, stupid? Yeah, and that would would have been exactly how I was feeling at that time. Yes. I was in a group that was nicknamed the Dark Side. Oh. And so all of that Which is would hilarious, been... <laughs> knowing your personality now. But anyone would go, that girl's got darkness. <laughs> um, so that, I think it would, have, it would have been that. It would have been the fuck you to the popular group. It would have been like the just wait Till we come back to the high school reunion. Yeah. All of that energy would have been in there. There is a 15-minute dream sequence <laughs> in which um, time jumps, like, 70 years. <laughs> There's, the funniest bit is Lisa Kudrow getting hit by a car. <laughs> and then That's, getting up again. Getting up again. That's fucking funny. My friend who I really bonded over this, my closest friend in high school, we have for years have been like, we need to get a tattoo together. We need to get a tattoo together. Oh, it's a good tattoo. And we were considering getting, um, there's a line in it about Mary and Rhoda, like you're the, Ma- no. uh, you're the I'm the Mary, you're, you're the Rhoda. Rhoda. And we were like, that's the tattoo. Like, that's I'm the hilarious. Mary. <laughs> You're the Rhoda. Yeah. That's fantastic. It, um, it's also like, because I did some Googling. <laughs> it's like, the director's gone on to do not much. The screenwriter's gone on to do It was not just much. a quirky group of friends who were like, let's make this funny thing. I had to look hard, but I eventually found in the top box office, like, of that year. Yeah. 1997. What number do you think Romeo and Michelle came in at? Oh, like a hundred. Sixty-nine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is quite. It's okay. It's okay, I guess. Yeah, for like a standard like 
Yeah. Com- big, not great like comedy. Big bo- not, it's not a big blockbuster. Well, it wouldn't get made Because at the same today. time, it was like the SNL-esque era where they were doing like Superstar, like yes. Molly. What's her name? Molly. Molly Shannon. Yes. All of those movies were being made. Well, the biggest comedy film of that year was the first Austin Powers. Yes, like yes, Mike yes. Like Mike Myers yes. breaking through. So that was that the kind of, of the world, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Listen, was good, but then it's gone on to live on the internet in weird culture. I think it's a bit culty now. Very culty. Well, Trixie and Katya, two drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> who we adore, yes. did a live show one year too. where they reenacted it. Such a funny I idea. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, that, that would have been great. Who played good. Romy? Who played Michelle? I don't know. I don't know. Trixie would have had to play Romy for you sure. You would have thought. You would have thought. But, um,. Yeah, so listen, good. You're happy you watched it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not unhappy. I'm just not... I understand, like, 14-year-old girls who are best friends watching it. Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grown man who's been awake since 4.30am in the morning <laughs> looking after toddlers going, we're all right, let's sit down and watch this. You know, it was... Yes, it was fun. I get it, that. It washed over me pleasantly like a pink... Yeah, an occasional giggle, and occasional that was okay. Giggle, and it left me. Love that. I love that And it that was good. You. So, no, thank you for giving it to me, because it is, like, I feel like it's a particular niche of pop culture. That's good. I feel like you do need to still watch Fast and the Furious. And though. Dirty Dancing. Like, <gasps> I still need to Yeah, watch. that one's so problematic. for sure on the list. Yeah, Those okay. ones are for sure Good. On dirty Dancing. List. I think you will enjoy Dirty Dancing, because it's just... I do want to see that a one. A good film. For pure pop culture like reference purposes yes. like I need to see it you need it to do like need to see part that. of my education yeah it was also th- thrilling to watch a film that was screened in cinemas that was just not a blockbuster and yeah. people living their lives and it was 90 minutes long <laughs> and it was fine yes like we don't have like that that, that doesn't film, happen anymore yeah that film wouldn't have been made or it would it would find itself into a straight to Netflix Netflix yeah well actually they did, this is what I found out when Googling it and stumbling onto the Wikipedia page, It the movie is the result of a failed TV pitch. Because oh. they pitched it as a TV, they filmed an NBC pilot with those actors, with Lisa Kudrow in it. As a TV show. And it tanked, it didn't go anywhere. It wouldn't, it wouldn't work as a TV show, there's not and enough plot there. And they did it as a there. movie. Yeah. Because the whole plot is, yeah, them just being like, we were, we, we had a great time in high school. Yes. One of them being like, high school was great. I loved being in high school yeah. with you and one having a crisis of faith about yes. being good enough. Yes. See, I love that you've seen that much, looked that much into it <laughs> because it's not, it is meant to be consumed like candy. Yeah. Like pure sugar. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Not that I'm saying Star Wars is deep and profound, but. No, yeah. but I found it more, I found it more, make, make, it made more of a social comment than I thought it would. Oh, really? On what? Um, like masculinity. Oh, <laughs> how'd you find that one? Particularly like relationships and, um, but ma- mas- male relationships and like toxic masculinity is what I took away from it. There, there is a lot about. There's a lot of father son Obi Wan father son like best friends Duh. like those like yes. Luke uh, the the male friendships the male best friendships mm. like the 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 father-son stuff, the uncle yes. Luke stuff, like, but then the Luke-Han stuff, but then Han has a deeply, like, intimate relationship with Chewie, like, yes. the the male 
male C-3PO oh, and yes. the RTD. Do they Look have at a you. they have a like no, very true. masculine very true masculine relationship? There's all these masculine pairings. Yeah, with this chick well, they're thrown not in the talking about their feelings, but no. they're trying to talk about their feelings. Well, Luke is the most most evolved. Yeah, out of them all. And there's this kind of bland secular spirituality on top of it all. Yes. Of them trying to like <laughs> connect with the force. My like it was it. I get I get it. I get why it is so she enormous. Said exhaustedly. But yeah, I I get it, and it was as you said, like a deeply enjoyable just yeah. film. Yeah. I just wanted, and this has made me realise the pace of it. It made me realise how. Oh, quick, yeah. how quick I've gotten used to things moving. moving yeah. And because they luxuriate in the like the first third of the movie. Yes. They the, take their time. All, they take their fucking time. It up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we could already be here. Yes. We 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 don't need all of this. Yes. We we get it. Like But this is like mid early eighties. Yeah. This is like and he was really George Lucas was really inspired by things like Lawrence of Arabia and like classic yeah. world and war films that the like take big, their time. One of the big things for me as well was just this and you and I talk about this in terms of how incredible fantasy and sci-fi writers are at like they have to be this is their job but at world building. Mm. So of creating a whole world yeah. and system and names and just like the that that whole notion of creating something that doesn't exist yes fascinates me yes well you do it all the time but i do it based in truth and in yeah. contemporary like in 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 material in, in, material, in, in authentic this is the world we yeah. live in yeah, yeah yeah but to go like i'm gonna build a whole reality mm. uh, out of nothing yeah. i find people's brains who can do that um like fascinating I genuinely find that so fascinating well he was obsessed with myth because they're all archetypes of course and then just putting a sci-fi fantasy lensy on top of it but also there's the kind of what I really liked about that first film that has now gotten undone because there's been thousands of books and comics is that he doesn't give you every detail about the world it's just like there's history here. And but it's also just like, just, this is, you get on board. This, we're here we're and this here, is the way go. it goes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. The puppets and the special effects are fucking incredible yeah, for the time. watching it then? Your mind That's what I kept thinking about too, being like, imagine going, lining up to go and watch this in the movies and just being like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of what the experience or a similar experience would have been like for us. No. Maybe Titanic because that had so much money invested in it and was such that a was huge deal. Maybe that that's such a fundamental year for me, clearly, in it terms was. of cinema. It was. Um, maybe that, but like, I, yeah, I can't think of, oh, what's what the one where they were blue? Blue people. Avatar. Maybe Avatar? Avatar was meant to be that kind of line in the sand, but I feel like this thing happened in the late 90s that once you slip over into computer-generated effects yes. and anything is possible, then you're kind of done. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, you've hit a ceiling, I think. Mm. They're really We've tra- gotten as good as we can get. They wanted to make 3D a thing for a while. Yeah. And no one... That didn't take off. And then they wanted to... <laughs> um, and, and, well, now the great unknown territory is VR. Yeah. 
which point of view of is that it, the point that's the point of virtual reality point of view well yeah that you you are in the space is pov point of view yeah yes yeah yeah that's yeah. what it is isn't it you wear goggles and you're in in the world yeah and then it's happening i only know that you. they're making porn like that yes they are and you wear the goggles <laughs> you do <laughs> which concerns me you. that you would be in the goggles and closed off like you and need to have a lock the on the door. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, lock absolutely necessary. Yes. Yeah. Um, my other big takeaway was I didn't realize how attractive I would find a man in a waistcoat. Han Solo. He's a babe. I think. He, well, you're catching Pete Harrison Ford because that in Indiana Jones. Yeah, he's a babe. He's a total babe, but he's he's nonchalant. I'm a bad guy. Yeah, I don't care. Here is my flapping waistcoat. Yes, vest. <laughs> Was like yes. Do you think I could pull that off? Do you think I need to I, wear a waistcoat? That's my offer. And wavy that's 80s my, hair. That's my offer for you for 2021. Okay. okay. Well, listen. A lot's happened in 2020. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? could be on the cards for so 2021. So that was, that was a takeaway. Um, the takeaway for me, what well, another takeaway was like, it took too long to get a hint of romance. Oh, yeah. Listen, the romance is took a, it, the like softest it's, it's, of it's, softcore. It, it wasn't even a hint. It's the conversation between well, there is only one Han and Luke the where they're thing. like, do you yeah. like her? Yeah, yeah, I like her. Okay, great. She's great. Yeah. It's like, ooh. Yeah, that's it. That's all you get. Love triangle. The romance romance in Star Wars is handled pretty disastrously. (laughs) It is not a strength. If you ever make it to the prequels, which I I don't think you will... But you are in Is that for the some like Natalie band. Portman? That's the Natalie alien? Portman Hayden Christensen okay. years. The romance writing in that will make you vomit blood. It did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. That's what when happens. I, yeah. When something and is not romantic. Romance writing. I. It made me curious. I do want to go and see now that. Um, that burlesque show, the Star Wars burlesque show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want to see how they have made it sexy. Well, you, somebody has written all of the films in iambic pentameter oh my and God. sold them as Shakespearean plays. Oh, my God. If there any any version of Star Wars you can imagine exists, it's bizarre. That's bizarre. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Do you have any... You've got some holidays coming up. Is there any impetus at all to watch the next one? Maybe. Yeah. I, w- I think I want to watch the original trilogy. Yeah. They are the best. Yeah. Can't I think that's like, them. I can't imagine I would then want to no. do the others. I don't know what else I would advise you to but watch. But I think I want to watch the, the three. So I feel like I've got the full experience. I definitely need to watch Dirty Dancing and Fast and the Furious. Yes, you do. Correct. But I think I want to be with you when you watch Fast and the Furious. Okay, done. And do you... Uh, what are what are the nerd stuff? You've watched enough in the Marvel movies. Have you watched Lord of the Rings? No, I watched one of them and found them really boring. Yeah, right. And that's how I felt about Game of Thrones too. Yeah. Because I got... That fantasy. A bit lost. Yeah, right. And then I felt like an annoying participant. Going who? Is what that? family are they in again? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is this a bad... Why is yeah. that a bad thing? Yeah. Oh, okay, we're upset that they've chopped his head off. <laughs> okay, why? Why is this bad for that family? I just felt annoying. 
And I'm a very busy lady <laughs> who has a lot in my brain. So I want my entertainment to be, I want it to just wash over me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want yeah. to wash over me and I don't want to have to ask too many questions. I definitely get that feeling. Just that I, from I, me. I, I definitely know. <laughs> I want you to wash over me. I don't want to think too much to about watch, our friendship. To watch over me. I want you to watch, Claire, I While to I sleep. Watch over me. Well, good. I'm glad we had that cultural exchange. We'll have oh, another one in That's a great cultural minutes. exchange. Well done. Um, I've learned so much about... Look at us exchanging white people films. That was <laughs> one thing about eyes. Star Wars we need to talk about. The, oh, it's there's only white. one woman and it's very white. J.J. Abrams tried to amend some of that in the later trilogy to mixed success. <laughs> in terms of he d- didn't achieve the goals or people were racist. No, there are... I mean, the two the two big characters, is, like Daisy Ridley is a female Jedi yes. and she's a heroine. And for that reason, that film might be the first film I've, of Star Wars that I show my daughters. Ah, yes. Because that's just the lead female character. Yes. And then her best pal is a stormtrooper who develops a conscious, and he's Finn, right. and he's played by John Boyega, who's a who's Londoner. very Mar- attractive. Londoner. Um, and he's very attractive. And there are other... And very political. Indeed. And there's an Asian-American character who turns up in um, the second film. Great. So it only took... 35 years. <laughs> then that was the thing, is that... Longer. J.J. <laughs> Abrams did the first film, another director, Ryan Johnson, came in and did the second film and developed those characters more. And mm. then the third film, J.J. Abrams came in again and kind of reversed a lot of... Like, the Asian-American character got not nearly enough screen right. time and there was a, there's a whole debate. All of this awaits you should you tread into these vast unknown waters of Star Warsians. Mm. I know. I know. Do you? How often do you watch them? Is it like? Is, oh. it, a, is it comfort food for you? No, it's not a go-to. It the world is a go-to. I'll pick up a comic or I'll read a sure. novel if I or want. Or you'll watch the next instalment because I'll you're watch, comfortable in the world. Yeah, totally. But I the original, dirty dancing is comfort food for me. You watch it repeatedly. I watch it every few years. Yeah, right. And feel just as delighted each time. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are your movies that are like that? I'm not sure if I have movies like that. Really? I keep going back to the West Wing. Like the West oh, Wing. Oh yeah, is you, like, you love the West Wing. That's Sorkin. I know he's problematic, but I'm a sucker for Sorkin. And what else? I think that's it. You that's like my main good dialogue. Thing. I do, which is why I'm stopping this podcast and going and <laughs> starting doing something one. else. <laughs> doing something else. Um, well, Claire, what a year. Oh, what a year. What's What's been your favourite episode? Let's do a quick round-up. What are your favourites? What are your standouts, David? Um, do you know what my standout, surprising what? standout? What? Vitamins. Really? I thought that'd be shit. Me too. But it was and a good you one. you gave it to me, so I, thank you. I, I liked, I learnt a lot. Great. The body, how your internal organs worked. That's excellent. I liked that one. I learnt a lot in that. Well, I learnt a lot in the Emu War. Oh, I liked the Emu War too. That's a good one. I learnt a lot in um, the butthole tanning. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, what a, a, David, sh- your butthole has never looked more tanned. Thank you for saying so. I was <laughs> hoping you noticed. <laughs> Halfway through the episode, I shifted my cock off the table and, <laughs> and put my butthole on And he's it been doing the whole thing from... So that you didn't notice. From behind. 
That's what, what other standouts? Uh, um, we've learned a lot. I'm glad. I feel better having known about aspects of history that I didn't like. Chevalier Dion. Yep. And Stonewall. Yes. As LGBTIQ. We've, tra- we've, tra- tra- we've traversed some some wild and robust territory. We have. That's what she said. <laughs> and we have an Instagram now. You can follow us on Instagram at MyMateReckons. I will say that this year has been fucking monumental. Yeah. At every level. <laughs> yes. And I have in, so enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, me too, mate. How it bubbles along. Yeah. And in spite of your company, <laughs> which I find torturous <laughs> at the best of times. <laughs> I agree. No. But our relationship has endured because of a sense of duty to release a weekly podcast. And so we, listeners, I hope you feel uh, grateful for us having to be in the same room together just to present this we delicious and educational yeah, content that's for exactly you. right. We are excellent and we feel... <laughs> In, we feel so. I am genuinely grateful for any time anyone sends us a message. Oh, me too. It makes me very day. happy. I love hearing. From, we've heard from people all around the world. People, yep. friends of friends, and weird connections. So thank and you so much for listening. And please send us your recommendations because you My have great. At gmail.com. You have great suggestions, Excellent. and I love that in the lexicon of the people I now hang out with. If something comes up, they'll be like, oh, that's a good My Mate Reckons. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're an adjective. I love that. So if you have a good, that's a good My Mate Reckons, please send us them the sillier the better. Um, MyMateReckons at gmail.com. Or or our new Insta. Follow us. Indeed. You should. David, thanks for being my mate. Thank you for being mine. And thank you for being our mates, listeners. Thank you. listening to the show if you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to this please on, do that would be great that'd be great tell, tell your friends me. tell your mates that's right that's the name of the show i see what you did there <laughs> where can people find you claire people can find me on instagram at claire and pearl where can people find you dave people can find me at dave burton writer and if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong. <laughs> or how much Dave got wrong. Then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.